Welcome to today's People's Bank Let's Talk Knoxville. I'm Perry Bell. On today's program, I speak with Michaela Bigwet, Marion County Treasurer, as we talk about property tax season and elderly and disabled property tax credit. We're with Michaela Bigwet, Marion County Treasurer, and Michaela, we've got uh, quite a few items to talk about today and what are some of those items? Yeah, well a couple of really important ones. Uh, right now we're broaching on the next property tax season which is what we consider the month of March here in the Treasurer's Office. Um, another important item that happens this time of year is the Iowa Department of Revenue releases the form for the elderly and disabled property tax credit. And what is that all about? So the elderly and disabled property tax credit you can, if you are over age 65 and you meet the income guidelines, uh, meaning that your income must be less than $25,328 in 2022, uh, you could qualify for up to $1,000 off of your property taxes. One thing I'd like to add is that last year the legislature added another layer to the property tax credit. Um, if you are over age 70, you can meet different income guidelines that are based on federal poverty levels. So to kind of give you an example of how that schedule works, if you were a one-person household in 2022, that income threshold is $33,975. If you were a two-person household, you could make up to $45,775 and still qualify for that credit. It works differently than the elderly and disabled tax credit, which is a flat up to a flat thousand dollars off of your taxes the over 70 credit is is a a tax freeze and some of these items can be found on the website for the treasurer's office is that correct absolutely if you go to www.mariancountyiowa.gov go to the treasurer's page under the property tax icon, if you scroll down, you can see the guidelines for the elderly and disabled tax credit. Because it's uh, one thing I want to make sure I mention is that in addition to the age uh, guidelines, if you are under age 65 but 100% disabled, if you meet those income guidelines, you can apply and you may still qualify for that tax credit as well. And the forms aren't that difficult. They are not, and if you need help filling them out, we do get lots of questions about what income qualifies. Um, we do include instructions with that, uh, but we're always here to help. One common question that we get is, do I have to consider my gross income? And yes, this does actually go off of gross income. So for example, if you receive Social Security, you need to add in your Medicare premiums. You need to add that back in, and that's your gross income that you provide on the form. Now, if somebody qualifies, does that mean they have to uh, pay property taxes, or are they exempt from that? And sometimes we, we do get that question where uh, folks might be under the impression that this just completely wipes out your property taxes. And only in rare cases does that happen. The, the credit is only allowed by the legislature up to $1,000 every little bit helps. Absolutely. You may only qualify for a 25% reduction in your taxes, but that still could be $100 or $200. And absolutely, if, if we can give people money back, contrary to popular belief, <laughs> we really do like to do that here in the treasurer's office. And tax time is coming up, paying again, aren't they? 
Yeah, March is a big month for us. One thing I really like people to remember is that you do not get a property tax statement in March. We only send those out in September, and that has the September for this year. It had a coupon for September of 2022 and a coupon for March of 2023. So if you don't have your tax statement, those are actually public record. You can either get a copy of that on our website or if you're familiar with the assessor's website, beacon.schneidercorp.com, you can go out there, scroll down to tax history, and you can get a copy of your tax statement that looks exactly like the one in the mail. And you're very good at warning people that they won't get the statement again in March. You, you mentioned that when we reached uh, a little before September 30, which is the first installment. And so you're very good at getting that word out. We try. We really try. And, you know, another important item to note is we get a lot of calls from folks that uh, their taxes are paid in escrow, so they worry. Um, when they get a statement or they see property tax reminders. If your tax is paid by escrow, you don't have to be concerned. Those escrow companies, they know how to go out there, obtain that information digitally, and get those taxes paid on your behalf. This is a very busy office. We are. <laughs> you also handle, handle driver's license out of here, too. We do. Uh, my office actually has three functions. Uh, in addition to property taxes, we run the mo local motor vehicle department, so title transfers, registrations, um, et cetera, and then also the driver's license renewal and ID station. So we are, we're very, very busy. We do appointments for driver's license and title transfers so we can make sure that we have staff on hand that can uh, help you when you come in to do those. Kind of gives us a chance to screen ahead of time. Uh, we like people to only come once. A lot of people aren't just driving to the courthouse from Knoxville. They're coming from Pella, Melcher, Harvey, you know, Pleasantville. So we want to make sure you have all the documents that you need before you get here. And appointments really help us do that. And I know you guys made your budget presentation with the Board of Supervisors. Was there anything super uh, that you're after at that time? Not particularly. You know, for the most part, our functions don't change uh, from year to year. Uh, for us, you know, we try really hard to uh, keep providing the services that our residents need. You know, you have to renew your vehicle. You know, you, you have to renew your driver's license. You need to be able to do those things, and we want to be able to do that efficiently and as responsibly with taxpayer money as we possibly can. So, you know, we do what we can to keep staff on hand to help people do what they need to get done and keep the lights on around here. Well, uh, that was a very good presentation here, and thank you kindly, and we'll talk again shortly. All right. Thank you, Perry. Thanks to Michaela Begawet for joining us on today's People's Bank. Let's talk Knoxville. People's Bank in Knoxville, Pleasantville, Carlisle, Indianola, and more service you expect from people you trust, member FDIC. If you miss any of our Let's Talk programs, find them under the podcast section at knia.krls.com and subscribe through Apple, Google, or Spotify to never miss an episode. That concludes today's Let's Talk Knoxville.